Welcome to Entertainment Now on UMI Radio, WUMEDB New York. This show takes you beyond the music, dance, box office and thrills. For deeper and more meaningful insights into the minds and hearts of the players. We share stories about pop culture, celebrities, and everything entertainment, but with education and empowerment in mind. It's all about positive entertainment. Here is today's hot topic. Last week we were celebrating his great-grandmother's 102 birthday. Today, we mourn with him, the loss of his infant son, Sen. Nick Cannon painfully, yet stoically, shared his grief with the world, and the circumstances surrounding his youngest child's death, from a brain tumor. Here is a clip from his message. Today, today is a, is a special one, y'all. It's like, uh, my youngest son, Zen Scott Cannon right there. Um, probably uh, before the show started, in the summertime, um, Zen was born uh, in June, uh, on June 23rd, actually. So, uh, this weekend, you know, I made a valid effort to, to spend the most quality time I could spend with Zen. And uh, we woke up on um, Sunday. Got to spend, I got to spend, you know, the weekend with them, spend the night, and we woke up on Sunday, and I was like, I just feel like I want to go to the water, you know, and close to the ocean, and, you know, we kind of got a chance to go to the, to the ocean. And usually on Sundays, um, kind of handle everything I had to handle with the family, and then I fly back to, to New York, I rush back, so I could be here for you all. And so, you know, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, I had allowed the sun to rise and, you know, kind of hold my son. Um, and in the happened 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 to last. Oh, holding my son for the last time. But it was still, it was a beautiful setting to, and even to spend that whole day was interesting because even as I was holding them, I still, I was still preparing my day as it normally went to come back and, you know, come here and still, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I just, but even by the time I got in the car and was headed to the airport, I had to turn around. And... Turned around and I, not only did we get to see the sunrise, but we got to see the sunset too. And uh, I didn't know how I was gonna handle today. I didn't know how, but I, I just really wanted, you know, the. I wanted to grieve with my family. You know what I mean? There's no people who love you. Too. 
And I, I didn't want to make it about any pageantry or any of that type of stuff, so I, it kind of went back and forth for what I should do, but I felt like, it, you know, uh, I, I was always talking about, you don't just go through it, you grow through it, you, you keep pushing, you know what I mean? And I, I have so much faith in the Lord, I have so much faith in God, and I never, I never, you know, people were often telling me I should pray for miracles, and I did pray for the miracle. I prayed for the miracle of God's strength, and that's why I'm here with you guys today, because I know, you know, he, he puts the, the most and heaviest weight on the shoulders of his strongest soldiers, so I'm here to show that I can fight through this. I'm feeling it. I'm vulnerable. I'm open, y'all, but I'm going to make it through, and... This is a special show dedicated to my beautiful son, um, Dr. Laura Berman is here. Y'all know she's my daytime therapist. She has helped me with so many things and so many areas in my life. And Dr. Laura has also dealt with some similar situations in her own life as a parent. So I didn't, she's the perfect person to talk to. She's here today. I know so many people out there have experienced the kind of pain and grief that I'm experiencing right now. We all know it. This is that time to say you never know what somebody's going through. Hug your people, hug your family, kiss somebody, tell them you love them. It's the holidays and we're here. We'll be right back. Everyone, today we have a special feature for you, the Black experience in New York City. We talk with New Yorkers about their personal experiences living and working in New York. Let's hear what they had to say. The Black experience in New York City. This information is courtesy of nycgo.com. Black culture is integral to the identity of NYC, reportedly, the city with the largest black population in the United States. Its influence can be felt across the five boroughs, in many forms, world-renowned music and style, a celebrated food scene, the visual and performing arts, live experiences, business owners, and all who lead the charge in keeping the city progressive, resilient, and safe. In a content series, NYCGo.com, Spotlight, Celebrate, and Amplify New York City's Black experience and the community whose cultural contributions reverberate around the globe. With a global footprint encompassing the entire Black diaspora, including people from the Caribbean, Latin America, Africa, South America, and the U.S. and countless affinity groups and experiences, the Black community in NYC boasts its own cultural nuances that enrich the city's diversity and provide an experience like none other in the world. You know, we have, this is going to be a little church over there. Very diverse place. Right here, there's a printing shop right across there. Lots of grocery stores. Almost every other corner is a grocery store. So lots of food. We have Keith joining us from the Bronx, and he will be telling us about his experience living and working in New York. He is a popular saxophonist with top ranking and great reviews on The Bash, formerly known as Gigmasters. Hi Keith. Welcome to the show. Talk to us about your life as a New Yorker. Well, my life here as a New Yorker is one that's very interesting. You know, I live in a very diverse city and um, so you get to experience a lot in one place. We're now um, approaching 
the cold season. And as you can see, I'm shaking, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, the leaves are falling and it's getting cold. But life in the city is a very, can be very intense. You really have to have a, a good steady head, so to speak, you know, learn how to relax and how to um, breathe deep and not to take life too serious. Um, New York is a very, very stressed place many aspects. So it calls for, you know, you to really know yourself, you know, and be able to find ways and means how to, you know, debrief, how to uh, not be stressed, and how to really just um, find, uh, I would say, comfort in those that you love and know, like family and friends. Uh, uh, but life here is pretty, it's pretty exciting, you know, if you make it. As someone said, life is what you make it, right? Came here when I was 14, going on 15. Um, literally, I was living in Jamaica. I was born there, and a part of my family um, came here prior uh, to me, my twin, and my elder brother, who stayed back in Jamaica for about four years. So it was in 80, I think 82, 83, when we came up, and we first landed in Brooklyn. Uh, New York, you know, New York is made up of five boroughs. So we have Bronx, we have Brooklyn, we have Queens, we have Manhattan, and we have Staten Island, right? And so therefore, uh, we first landed in Brooklyn. I was there for like a year. Um, that same year, I went into ninth grade, moved to the Bronx, following year, and been in the Bronx for a number of years, um, pretty much all my life. And uh, after I got married, I spent some time in Connecticut for a number of years as well. And now I'm actually moving back to New York. I've moved back to New York, and I'm still here, working in the school system here, and uh, pretty much um, where I am, you know. So I, I attend church in New York, I work in New York, and I have a business in New York, and um, that's kind of why I'm here. You know, it's interesting because as it relates to my saxophone playing, I didn't initially start as, uh, as that. I was initially, initially a musician. Um, I was playing the drums. I got into a little keyboard and a little bass and songwriting. Got into a band, traveled and did, did a whole lot of things. And it was um, a number of years ago when I, when I picked up the saxophone. Loved it. I actually picked it up in New York um, when I was in 12th grade. Picked it up when I was in 12th grade and uh, never looked back ever since. But one day, I just got a hunch to just, you know, maybe take it to school and play for my coworkers. And didn't know the response I would get, but I got a real, real fantastic response. And I'm like, maybe I can take this out in public, you know? And I decided to get on this network and they. And they told me I would, you know, eventually get some gigs. And ever since I've been getting gigs, weddings and uh, a lot of the corporate functions, bat mitzvah, you name it, uh, walking down the park, surprise, birthday wishes and surprise proposals. And just a gamut of different events, social events. And of course, you, 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 I learned a lot about people. I've learned so much about people. Um, you know, different cultures, 
and and how music really kind of ties in everyone into this one kind of song of world. I give an example, and you know, one of the famous songs that I played would be One Love. And I would play it in the Asian community, I would play it in the Spanish community, I would play it in the, the Caucasian community, um, the African community, and I would get almost a similar response. Just that one song wow. that is so world known, you know? And I'm like, wow, the music is really powerful. I see how people respond to that one song in a church setting and a secular setting. I'm like, this is so deep. So I realized that we have more in common than we think. And of course, you know, a lot of these, these places I've gone, especially some of these corporate functions, folks are millionaires, they're, they're very wealthy people. I get to hear the conversations, you know what they sound like, you know, how they relate to each other. Um, I've gone to, you know, the regular, <laughs> I can't even explain it, but your regular cookout, you know, and you hear the conversations. And so, so you can kind of hear how people relate and, and, and how music really connects them all, you know, because it brings a smile, it brings a joy, it, it brings that memory that they like. So that's kind of how I look at it, you know, I kind of connect with people on that level. And um, some remember me afterwards, some forget me afterwards. But I think that um, at, the end, at, the end, at the end of the day, I, I enjoy most of when I get callbacks, like, you know, I want you again. I saw you a year ago, or I saw you five years ago, and I want you back again. Um, so music has really shown me how we are really connected, more than we think. The favorite part of New York, I, I think um, because of the way I think, I'm a very optimistic person, very self-motivated. Um, um, I'm very, um, I would say, very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a socialite in a way. And the city that's full, full of energy, it's full of just people and, and, and just, you know, a lot of uh, culture. So I, I enjoy New York City. You know, you go into a grocery store and you find everything. You find this industry, you find a in the cab section, you know, the food that you want is here. The stores that you like, you can have, you can have that too. Um, you want vegans right here. So, you know, it's a very, very, uh, I would say, a city in so many areas. So, if you are someone who, like Laura, and like to really get be adventurous, then this is the place you want to be, New York. Pater, therapist, and retired educator, Dr. Faith Walters has been heavily invested in community development in Mount Vernon for more than two decades. She will also be joining us to share some of her experiences of life in New York. I just love helping people. It's one of my things. I, I, I came from a background, uh, as you recognize my book, came from darkness to where I am today. And I want to share my story and to share the love of Jesus and just share uh, and let people understand that no matter what walks of life you come from, you could be somebody, you could be what God desired you to be. Wow, I've been in New York for approximately 50 years. I've been here since about nine years old. I came here in April 1971. And I've gone through a lot of the enchilance of uh, different parts of New York. I've never, I've traveled out of New York, but I've never really officially left New York moved away and came back. I've always been here. I love I love the uh, 
the atmosphere. I mean, it has ups and downs and different things that happen, you know, from time to time. But I love the lights. I love the the excitement, the, the movement. Uh, you know, the pace. Uh, you have the suburbs. I'm in the suburbs, and you also have the city. So they always the city is called the Big Apple. They said the city never sleeps. You know, so I enjoy the balance, the um, the excitement, and the atmosphere, the colors, um, the uh, the skills, the way the people. You know, they do the designs. I I love even the bridges, the way they design them. I just love the, the lights. You know, different things at nighttime. You know, so there's a lot of things to do in New York. It's a lot of fun. It, sometimes I go to different states. And I always get so uh, excited to come back because um, in New York, you always have something to do. Always something to do. On every corner, there's a store. You don't have to travel too far. You can walk, you can run, you can skip, you can hop. You, you, you could drive, it's a choice. You could take a train, you could take a bus, you could take the uh, subway, different ways to get around New York. So it's, it makes it uh, so much easier and, and much more fun and so much uh, intriguing and so enlightening to everybody that comes here. But I started teaching from I was a very young girl, I was about 14 years old. And I didn't really have a passion for teaching until later on down the road. But my passion was to become a secretary. But I used to teach in my father's, when my father was a pastor uh, in Yonkers, New York, I used to teach the Sunday school there and I used to enjoy teaching the little children from ages, uh, they were like baby stages, about nine years old. So I had a lot of fun doing it, but I never thought that I would do that as a profession. And so one of my greatest gifts uh, at that time was to become a typist. I had a great uh, teacher in high school, Miss uh, Henry, and she really taught me how to type. So that was one of my biggest thing I wanted to do for the rest of my life, become an executive secretary. But it so happened as I was uh, being in, the, in that arena, I graduated with a, a social degree in general business administration from Mercy College, and I was pursuing uh, that career. But for some reason, every time I was in a company or whatever it is, the company was either closing down or something else was going on. But some way, something kept telling me that maybe this is not where I needed to be. But at some point I was there for some reason because some things were happening in my life at that time. So I'm at the last company I was at, you know, I said to the Lord, I said, God, I've done what I desire to do. What is it you want me to do? So it just popped into my head. The answer just came immediately, become a teacher. So I never thought about that. And I said, Lord, I don't know if I have the, the, the skill set to do that, you know, because of what was spoken into my life at a very young age and negatives that was spoken into my life. And um, the Lord said to me, don't worry about it. I'll give you all the knowledge you need to do this. So it so happened, I went through um, to school. I when I was uh, involved, I, I got into the City College of New York and I did very well. I, I surprised myself, I got A's and lots of A's and B's and like, wow. So, and also look back at the typing skills I had. I was able to write all my papers, you know, so that came in in a very, that helped me a lot because it saved me a lot of finances as well. 
So even though uh, that, that, that was not uh, something that I was able to do for the rest of my life, but it came in as a means to help me to get me to the next level. I'm doing fine today, thank you. Well, Dr. Faith, um, you know, we, we became very good friends and, you know, we are doing great in the community together for the kids and the outreach ministry. And I'm just happy to be a part of that. Well, thank God. I am I'm just so in awe of working with uh, Mr. King James from the Blue Bamboo Restaurant here in Mount Vernon. I just moved here a few months ago and about uh, in August, and I came out here in about November. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, was it wasn't October. I think it was October. After, I think around October. October, about my birthday time, and uh, happened to be, you know, so I wanted to support the neighborhood because even just right here, not too far from where I live. And I came in and we ended up uh, realizing he is a Jamaican. <laughs> he is just part of my heritage, you know, and uh, we just started talking and I started talking about the ministry, what I do, and uh, he was so happy to be a part of it. You know, everything I'm doing, he's uh, really there on point. And even when I brought to him that we be featuring children on uh, Saturday for Christmas, you know, to read the Bible story, he was so much, so supportive of that. So whatever uh, Women and Men of Excellence Outreach Ministries are doing, he's very much a part of it, he's very much in, interested in it. And it's such a, a great, uh, he's such a, been such a great asset so far to the ministry and we're grateful to the Lord for that. Um, well, I got to New York by, you know, um, by family members, you know, um, inviting me here and then I fell in love with New York so I decided I'm gonna stay. Um, my background is, you know, I didn't have a cooking background. I just fell right into it, you know, per se. And I fell in love with it. I, you know, it's just something I love to do. It's been um, a tremendous experience. You know, being in New York and food, it's just like a very vibrant place to be with food and culture and fashion. And it's just like, it's, it's, for me, it's, it would be, I'm, I'm just excited to be here. Me and Dr. Baby were yes. talking about, you know, the, you know, the different colors and food and she asked me where I get my inspiration from. And I just said, you know, colors, you know, colors is everything for me. You know, once you see it, you should be able to want to eat it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you know, the, the color of the green and the, <laughs> the orange, you know, color is everything for me. And, you know, that's that's where it started from. <laughs> Dr. Fates is the stupid. Yes. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. <laughs> and people love it. They actually come for it, too. Yes. Wow, well, tell us about it. Well, it's it's made with pigtails. Yes. And it made it's made with um, peas. It's, it's it's a basic dish, basically. Yes, but, but it's just so unique. But the flavors yes, in it yes. makes it very unique. Yes. And we also do a lot of caterings, and you know that's what you're seeing with the, the shrimp and the plantains, with the toppings, and the pepper shrimp and the oxtails. And the, 
you know the what my customer's favorite dish is is the is the shrimp pasta, is the rasta pasta. Okay. The rasta pasta, it's it's made with um, carrots and um, a penny pasta and you know a base sauce of um, um, heavy cream with with I put um, a little bit of cheese in mine and some jerk seasoning. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not gonna give away everything. That's a little spin there. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you know the jerk season part. You have a picture of the oxtail pasta. Nice. So it's oh the same God. concept, but we we add some more stuff to it. Everyone loves oxtail, and everyone yes. loves the pasta. So the combination yes. makes you know a big thing. Yeah. You know, just the culture and the you know the the people. You know, in New York, it's it's very different in New York, but it, it's it's very in, the, the people. I would say the people influence me a lot. Stopping for the pasta. <laughs> so the address is 267 South Fourth Avenue, Mount Vernon, New York, 10550. This is our first location. We've been here four years. I guess the legacy we would want to leave is to, you know, be different. Be different and don't be afraid to be unique and be yourself. So that's 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 how I started this place. You know, just do something different than um, the rest of the community is doing, and just to be a light. You know, behind that to be different. I just want to say, just come down to the Blue Bamboo Restaurant here in Mount Vernon and come for good food, good fun, and good fellowship. And we have our spotlight for today, Apostle Faith Walters with Children, a Christmas story. We all know that we love, love, love the Christmas story. And why not bring your kids out, bring the family, make it an event. The live event starts Saturday, December 11th. So today from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. where it's right at the Blue Bamboo Restaurant, 267 South 4th Avenue, Mount Vernon, New York, 10550. To have your child or children ages one through 13 years old be a part of this televised event, please email um, at support at walmo.org no later than new December 9th. So that has been already done. But however, if you wanna take part, go to that event, watch it. It is um, December 11th today at 11 a.m. to 12.30, right at the Blue Bamboo Restaurant. Again, that is 267 South 14th Avenue, Mount Vernon, New York, 10550. As well as don't be afraid to go to her Christmas community outreach drive. She's having community outreach drive December 14th. That is Tuesday, December 14th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. It is at 3456 East 3rd Street, Mount Vernon, New York, 10550. I'll say that again, 3456 East 3rd Street, Mount Vernon, New York, 10550. If you want to reach out to her, um, send anything, go to P.O. Box 2077, Mount Vernon, New York, 10551. And the phone number is 914-699-2482 or 
9635. To connect with her, involve with her ministries, go to wamo.org. And again, she has an empowerment for success in the community. And that is of uh, four pillars that we have here that she really focuses on. The first pillar is ministry or Bible. Since June 2006, this ministry has been offering Bible, education, prayer, fellowship, and worship. We are church without walls, a church for everyone. Her second pillar is outreach. For over 15 years, this ministry has been giving back to the community through its monthly community drives in Mount Vernon, New York, Third pillar is empowerment. Apostle Dr. Faith Walters uses her story, her experience, and lessons to teach self-love and faith to those that need healing. And last but certainly not least, her fourth pillar is community, specifically through media. And it states that through its media network, this ministry reaches millions of people in over 116 countries. So to get involved, to get connected, with Dr. Faith Walters, her ministry, and all that she has to offer, go to her website, wamoe.org, get connected, get plugged in, and support. And right now, if we could fill up on her screen one more time, because I really want to stress this, everyone, with her community outreach and her Christmas story. Yes. So her Christmas story, again, that is today, 11 a.m. to 12.30. So you're on You and Me Radio right now. You're listening right when you're done. You know, head over to the Bamboo Restaurant. It's right there, 267 South 4th Avenue, Mount Vernon, New York. And if you need counseling, if you want to connect with her, if you don't want to go on her website, if you want to use any social media, she is at WAMO Ministries. That's W-A-M-O-E Ministries. That is on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. If you feel comfortable to email her, go to support at WAMOE.org. If you need counseling, for any means, it is by appointment only. So go to wamoe.org forward slash counseling. Don't forget, she has a prayer line that is on Monday mornings at 7, excuse me, 7 a.m. Then to get connected with the prayer line, that is 978-990-5000. Again, that's 978-990-5000. The code is 32903-POUND. And she has her weekly services, Sundays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 2 p.m. all on wamo.org, W-A-M-O-E.org forward slash media.